Hey guys, welcome back to We Are the BYC. This is the first interview. We get to hear from Nicole, who is the human behind Life of Baby Yoda. So, as I mentioned in the intro, this is a work in progress. I have a vague sort of plan for the podcast and the interviews as they come up. But really, I'm just kind of winging it. So forgive me. Hopefully as time goes on, things will get better. Things will get more streamlined. So thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. And I hope you enjoy this part one of the interview with Nicole. It is beyond exciting to be speaking with Nicole today. Yay! (laughs) First of all, thank you so much for being the first person willing to come on and be interviewed. I'm so excited when I got your message. I was kind of freaking out. I said, oh my God, like I'm going to be the first person. And it's just so, it's such an exciting thing. I've been wanting something like this for a really long time because when are we ever going to meet every single person, right? Yeah. So this is just such a great way for people to get to know us. And I'm so excited that you're doing this. And thank you so much for considering me as your first person. Oh, of course. Of course. Like, well, right now, BY School is like in full swing. And I know that there's so much going on, especially with the yearbook that just came out. I was like, God, I don't know if, if Nicole's going to have the time to, to talk to me. And, you know, you've got a personal life, too. So... I don't know. So anyway, I'm just, I'm just very grateful. Okay. Well, let's start with, can you share a little bit about your background? Like where you're from, where you live, if you want to share that. Sure. So, uh, I am actually from San Antonio, Texas. I was born and raised in Texas. I, it, it actually shocks a lot of people because Everybody that I ever meet has been born somewhere else and have migrated. I was born in San Antonio. I can tell you the Santa Rosa Hotel. I mean, the <laughs> hospital. <sorry>. Santa Rosa <laughs> Hospital. <laughs> uh, oh, dang. Hotel. We, we have a lot of crazy hotels here. Like we have Via Emily Morgan and all that. But no, I was not born there. Oh, no, I was born in the heart of San Antonio. And I've been here ever since. I do love to travel, but... Mm. I have just just loved this place. San Antonio is becoming a giant tourist place and attraction. I mean, in the summers, trust me, I have my days where I'm, <laughs> I cannot live here any longer. But <laughs> overall, it's it's a really great place to grow up. Um, so what do you I know you just started a new job or a new position at work. What What do you do now? So I am a marketing coordinator. I had gotten my degree in marketing and communications. I know a lot of the community is familiar with me doing reception work and office management and how I was extremely unhappy because I was not satisfying my degree. And it's such a hard thing to be able to find a job in your degree. Like I know a lot of people agree that People go to college and it's it's too hard to get what they go and study for. And for a long time, I felt really stuck. And I just thought I'm never going to be able to find a place. And finally, I was able to tailor what I know, which is home building, home selling, realty, as well as 
marketing and combine the two and I was able to find a perfect fit for me. And I'm really, really happy. Like I love marketing and I love advertising for people who want to find their dream home wherever they want to locate. And the company that I work for is nationwide. So I'm just really happy to be representing them. When did you start your account? So I always love telling the story because uh, in the winter time of 2020, I had gone to the store. I went to Walmart and I remember that The Mandalorian had just come out. It was a brand new show. And I remember my fiance, Brian, who you met at the Vegas meetup. Yes, everyone loves Brian. (laughs) Brian's awesome. Uh, Yeah, Brian's great. (laughs) Uh, So for one of his Christmas presents, we or his birthday present, actually, his birthday is in December. We were at the store and we were at Walmart in particular. And there was this Grogu plushie. And he saw it and he said, oh, my God, I would love this for my birthday. This is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I looked at it and I thought, yeah, it's cute. I mean, he's cute. I mean, at the time, I was—I didn't watch The Mandalorian. Like, I knew The Mandalorian was a show. I knew Baby Yoda was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I saw the plushie, and I thought, oh, he's cute. Maybe we'll get him. I remember the day before Thanksgiving, I went to the store because I had a feeling that these plushies were going to be sold out. So... I grabbed one. I took my time to, I looked at every single Grogu on the shelf and I thought, which one am I going to take? They all have their own look and all that. And I stumbled across one that I knew was ours. I looked at him. I'm like, he's cute. He's staring at me. He he (laughs) wants me to take him. And I chose him from the shelf and I grabbed him. And on December 5th, which is Brian's birthday, I had gifted him. He was so happy. Like it was love at first sight. Like I knew that I was troubled in 2020 and I had been put in a position at the time where I was working at a college and we had been remote for almost two years and I was so lonely we were living in a one-bedroom apartment very limited time to be able to go out and when I got this baby for him he was happy but at the same time I felt happier in a way I thought why am I so drawn to this like what is it? Like, and we took him on a trip and I just fell in love with him. I'm like, I feel like he's my baby. And out of nowhere, Brian, he created an account and he started posting and he named it Life of Baby Yoda. He created the Instagram and he started just posting Christmas pictures. I said, what on earth are you doing, (laughs) Brian? He said, why are you making him an Instagram? Like, that's bold. That's very bold. He said, because he's so cute. Think of all the things we can do. And he posted his picture of him eating Chick-fil-A nuggets. And I, I said, that's brilliant. There's so much more. But at the time, he wasn't getting creative enough. I had been in a social media field. I was doing social media for the college I was working at. And I thought... Brian, there's so much more you could do with him. Like, you could take him to the Alamo. You could take him to the San Antonio Missions. Mm -hmm. Make him a travel blogger. (laughs) He said, let me give you the login. And you can kind of take over. And at that time, Brian had had this idea in his head. Like, I want Grogu to be international. I want him to be 
uh, just a traveler, go on road trips with us, this and that. He had really helped me with my loneliness and sadness during 2020, during lockdown. And I had more time than Brian did. He was in construction at the time and never home. And I was with Grogu all the time. And we said, we're going to name him Grogu after Grogu and the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. I watched the Mandalorian and I fell head over heels in love with him. And that's just where the account started. And then it just, it came to life that Grogu, our first baby, had his own personality. Like he would hit mm -hmm. us whenever he wanted Chick-fil-A. And I know that sounds crazy, but it, it was true. Like yeah. he had a personality every yep. time we brought chicken nuggets or <laughs> Chick-fil-A, Bill Miller. Like, I don't know if Bill Miller is popular like nationwide, but that's a, par a barbecue restaurant here where they serve like really great chicken tenders and he would just have a mind of his own where he would hit us like give us a chicken strip you know <laughs> they hit us like they literally say mommy give me that they look at me and I believe them and it gave me like hope that I'm not alone like I woke up every morning and I thought I'm not very lonely after all isn't it so funny that these these babies do provide that sense of of having somebody with you it's crazy. I, it was instant. It was almost instant. I didn't believe in it at first. I mean, I'm telling you that I did not, I was not a Star Wars fan. <laughs> uh, I watched one Star Wars movie and I saw Baby Yoda months when he was announced in July. And I thought, oh my God, he's the cutest thing I've ever seen. But I, it didn't click until I had that baby, unwrapped him and held him. And I thought... Have I been lonely all this time? It was instant. Like, I didn't think it when I purchased him at Walmart. Brian opened him, took him out of the box, and he held him, and he passed him to me, and he laid in my arms, and he looked at me, and yeah. I said, this is my child. Yep. This is my baby. <laughs> yep. It's like they wake up. At that point, they wake up, and they're yours. How did you end up finding the community? Was that when, when you guys first started the account? Did you Had you already been following members or seeing, um, seeing other accounts in the community? Yeah, so what ended up happening was we created an account. Brian had really no direction. He was just posting. He, he posted like the first 10 pictures, Grogu putting a tree on the top of our Christmas tree yeah. or a star. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, Grogu dancing to NSYNC, Grogu eating Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and then we started getting followers and two of the very first followers I will never forget, Teeny Tiny Yoda and the real baby Yoda, Sweden, I noticed that they were doing the same exact thing. They were posting pictures of their baby doing crazy things, random things. And I said, okay, we're not weirdos. <laughs> yeah. Other people are doing it too. And a few accounts that had followed us, uh, some of the very early ones, Blur's Days with Baby Yoda, uh, Little Green Sprout, which no longer is an account anymore. I think they terminated their account, but they were the true inspiration to us. I noticed that they were using baby voice <laughs> when they were typing their accounts. Like you just saw like the, the, uh, grammar, like everything was tailored to a baby. And I told Brian, I'm like, this is a baby. Like, I don't want him to say, this is me at the park. 
I want I want him to have that baby voice and I want to start spelling his words like he's a baby. Like if someone comes across this account, this is a baby. It's not an adult speaking for this. It's him. And okay. this is what he's telling me, yep. basically. When we first started, um, well... I don't want to say we. I wasn't. I wasn't one of the original originals. I came in a little bit later. Um, but we did have our fair share of trolls who would come across the, our accounts and see the babies talking using their their baby voices and their baby um, vernacular, and people were just like, "What is this? This is ridiculous!" Like just going <laughs> nuts about it, and because I don't think they really understood that it it wasn't human <laughs> it sounds so crazy to say it it wasn't humans putting babies out there and just putting pictures it was the babies making these posts and and telling what they were doing and using their language in the way they would speak um so it, i love hearing that it was grogu talking it wasn't you guys yeah doing it. it wasn't me it wasn't me compelling myself to mm -hmm. post and baby talk it was him we will have people call us crazy all day long. When I first got him, people would think it was weird. Like, it's not him talking, it's a doll. And I'm like, no, it's him. It's, <laughs> he, he's speaking to me. Like, yeah. I, I really don't care if yeah. you think that I'm crazy, but he is speaking to me and he's a baby and he wants a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, so did, did people know that you had, um, did they know about your account? Yes, they ended up finding out because Brian had, when he first created the account, he started following family members, parents, and they said, what is this? Yeah. Why, why did you make an account for your doll? <laughs> and Brian had said, it's not a doll. Like, he's our baby. And I agreed. I said, yeah, he's our baby. And they would think we were just nuts. They said, you're crazy. That's not a baby. That's a toy. I said, no, he's a baby. And then it had just gotten to my parents like as soon as they held him they felt it too like they would hold him and they said oh yeah he's a baby <laughs> and my sisters they still don't get it they'll never get it but they accept it I think the same thing happens with my family it's it's like I've always been kind of the crazy one in the family <laughs> the eccentric one. Uh, yeah exactly so <laughs> they they accept my little weird nuances but you know when we go to family events the babies come and I, I see their looks they're like oh god here's here's these guys again <laughs> if I was living in a one-bedroom apartment one bathroom it infested with roaches to be honest oh no yeah, it was our first apartment moving out together. We were so young and I was so depressed, isolated. And when we got him, I felt like he gave me a purpose. He asked me, mommy, take me to go explore the nature. There's deers back there. There's owls. Let's go look at them together. And you yes. did. And it made me feel alive. It made me feel like I'm not alone. Like Brian had such a demanding job. They would call him in at two in the morning to pour concrete at some new place or build a bridge somewhere. And I was always alone, always. When I had him, he made me feel like I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. We can go on walks together. I, we had a few mean stares. We did. 
but I didn't care. I said, this is my child. We're going to go to the pool together. We're going to go at <laughs> night at midnight and wait for the owls to come outside and use our binoculars and look at them together. So that's exactly how I felt. And you know, that's, it's, I love that you brought that up, that it got you, having him got you out of the house, essentially. It, it got you out there doing things. And I have actually found that myself, that even, you know, aside from the community and, you know, whatever posts that were challenged to make that week, it forces us to kind of get out of whatever mindset we're in at the moment and do something because the babies are expecting it. So it's, it's they're um, expecting it. All yeah. Right. Yep. Um, any favorites, like any favorite uh, foods for, for the, the kiddos? Yeah. I mean, since we're still early and on and be, um, on the beginning of our journey, we started with Grogu and he loves Chick-fil-A. Mm. Chick-fil-A is his favorite thing in the whole world. And he loves Bill Miller because it's just all chicken. And uh, Grogu always says, I love chimkin. He doesn't say uh-huh. I love chicken. He loves chimkin. <laughs> <laughs> and he loves Freddy's. I don't know if you know what Freddy's is. It's a yeah. burger joint in Texas. Freddy's frozen custard where they, they specialize in their double meat burgers and fries. And uh, every time we got it, he just photographed really well with the food. He loves In-N-Out burger. And um, it's, it just all came with it. It just came with the territory. Like food just tasted better because he wanted it too. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't like craving chicken nuggets on a regular basis. But I didn't care about chicken nuggets. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I was too grown for nuggets. And yeah. I Somehow we got back into chicken nuggets and... <laughs> Chicken nuggets and fries and um, milkshakes for mm-hmm. the kiddo. And he was so happy. Like, he smiled more. And that might be crazy no. to most people who uh-huh. don't understand the pain of being isolated for so long. In your thoughts, in your innermost thoughts that bothered you as an individual who wasn't allowed to venture out during 2020. Uh, I know that I struggled deeply with uh, just dark thoughts what my purpose in life was until Grogu came into my life and started asking me for food for love for shelter for mommy take a picture of me here take a picture of me in H&M in front of these missions these hot springs that have been long gone for 40 years he just had made everything colorful again yeah these babies are kind of they really are changing our lives as crazy as it sounds, it does. And it's brought us so many friends, relationships, um, just all kinds of interactions that I would have never, ever expected. So you did mention possibly going to Scotland. Any chances of like a Texas meetup? I know that um, Max and Evie was talking about trying to do a Louisiana meetup, which is pretty close. Any right. any talks of that or anything near you? Well, I haven't heard any chats about it lately, but we would definitely be very interested. I know myself, I have never been to New Orleans or uh, in Louisiana at all. Like I know when I was one, a one-year-old child, I mean, we lived there, but I don't remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would love to do a Louisiana meetup. Like I know every time I hear the word meetup, if it's in the United States, I know that I would try everything in my power to be there. Even if it's for two days, unfortunately for the Vegas meetup, I was only there for a day and a half because of 
my I had just gotten my new job. It was they were not I did not have PTO yet. I had just put a down payment on my new house and so I it wasn't flexible to be able to take time off, but uh, as of now, things have gotten a lot more open and I would love to go to New Orleans, preferably in the spooky season when yeah. New Orleans is one of those like spooky places. And I'm all about that. The babies are all about that. They oh, would perfect. love that. That would be, that would actually be amazing. I never thought about New Orleans in, in like October. That would be perfect. The biggest meetup, you know, even though you were there for just a day and a half, like, I feel like you guys did so much in that time. We were there for a few more days than that, but like it, it wasn't enough time even then. Like we didn't get to see a lot of other people, um, outside of the, the, the actual meetup, um, I think because everybody was kind of just doing their own thing. I mean, Vegas is a, it's a huge city. There's things you can do for, for days, but I was just, I was just so happy that you guys actually came. And I know it was, it was difficult because of all those changes that were going on for you. So I'm so glad that you guys made that, that journey for the, the day and a half that you were there just to come for the meetup. That was really special. I just had known that a lot of BY school uh, people were going to be there. And I just knew, like, even if it was going to be for only a day and a half that I had to be there. Because yeah. I knew that it, I wouldn't be able to get an opportunity like this. This was my very first meetup. I had never met anyone before. I had always dreamed of it. But I was always seeing them happen at different points of my life where it wasn't it wasn't possible. And yeah. I thought, okay, this is going to be on a Saturday. In October, the person who had told me about this had told me months in advance. Uh, so there was really no excuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is the funniest or most embarrassing thing that's happened to you when you've been out taking photos or videos with the babies? Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I start? I mean... We had taken the kiddos to Vegas prior to our meetup. We had taken them already, Grogu and Oliver, to Las Vegas as a celebration for me leaving the job that had potentially like ruined my life, gotten me into Jeez. my accident. And uh, I was actually leaving that job to find a new place. And when we went to Vegas... We were there and we were taking videos of the babies at the fountains. People were staring at us and they were wondering why they were there. And we've had plenty of people come up to us and say, why are you doing this? Or what's the meaning of this? And I said, because we can. Like, I, I'm not trying to be rude. Like, I, I could be the nicest person that you've ever met in your life or mm -hmm. I could be the meanest person. It's, it's just the way that you approach me. Exactly. If you're going to come up to me and say, why are you doing this? I'm going to kind of be a little, not mean, but a little sassy. Like, yeah. why? Why not? Yeah, why exactly. Not? Am I bothering you? Are you affected by my child dancing as I'm filming? Right. You, you know what I mean? And more than often, I can tell you that it has not been bad. We have not had people come up to us and tell us that we're offending them which is great and all like maybe we've had snickers whispers we've even had people ask us like why why do you do that and i don't think that that's necessarily rude i just think that they want to know why are you bringing a doll to <laughs> vegas why are you bringing it to the slots 
and why is it baby Yoda? Yeah, like more, it's more curiosity than like judgment. Is that how you exactly? Feel? Yeah. Yes, it's it's not necessarily judgment, and if it is, I ignore those people always. Uh, but I'm going to say that most of the time it has not been judgment. Most people want to know why we do it, and I tell them. I mean, they're famous online. <laughs> it's like an icebreaker almost. Like, they're not famous, but I tell them, like, we film videos for them and we do these things for them. And there are children. And they don't even bother to think, okay, you're weirdos. We're walking away. They kind of just are fascinated by how did they get popular online? How are you making lots of views online and then they kind of want to stay in chat and kind of figure that part out uh, yeah <laughs> I think that's the thing too is that they they're always like their minds are blown like what they have Instagram accounts they have um YouTubes you know some of the members the community members have YouTube accounts it's like yeah where have you been <laughs> these babies are the <laughs> exactly thing. like what planet are you on <laughs> yeah yeah I mean that's I think when it comes when it comes down to it like that's that's what I have found. You know, I get very nervous when we go out in public with the babies because I don't like attention. It generally, it's just, it's just the curiosity. It's not, it's not to pass a judgment or to, or to ridicule. Let's talk about the rest of the kiddos. So, um, Grogu was your first and then who was yes. next? Who was after that? So this is a great story because I had told Brian and I was approaching my, I would say, 27th birthday. And I told him, I want another one. And he said, are you serious? Mm -hmm. Like, you want another baby? And I said, yes, because I'm lonely. <laughs> and he's lonely and he needs two. And he said, which one are you interested in? And I had noticed that a lot of people had had like the open mouth baby that smiled and made sounds and I said I want that one I really want that baby the one that comes in the bag and and when you press his hand he makes sounds because Grogu he's the OG the OG plushie that made no sounds that was just there and I just wanted more of an interaction and for my 27th birthday we we had gone to Dallas and I had told him, I, I really want that. Like, don't get me anything else. That's the only thing I want. And he gave me gifts, lots of gifts, and none of them were another baby. And I know that I was very sad, but I didn't want to show that. Yeah. He had gotten me so many other gifts that were amazing. He had taken me to Dallas. We were having an amazing vacation going to the Tulip Gardens and uh, the Dallas Tower, having a nice sushi, staying in a beautiful hotel. Like, who was I to say <laughs> I wasn't happy, right? I mean, he was spoiling me rotten. And he said, so Grogu has a present for you. And I said, Grogu has a present for me? He said, yes. So he had brought out, it's the funniest story. He had brought out a pregnancy test. <laughs> And it was one of those very cheap pregnancy tests from the dollar store. Like, you know, nobody would ever predict their pregnancy test accurately with those. Hopefully, hopefully not. Uh, and he had a plus sign on it. I said, Grogu, what is this? And he was like coming to life. He was so happy. He said, Mommy, there's another present for you. I said, what is this pregnancy test? And I grabbed it. I took a picture of him. There was another gift and Grogu grabbed it for me and he started diving into the gift. I said, 
oh my God, like my heart was pounding. I was nervous. I opened it and inside the, the gift was another baby. And it was the one that I wanted. Oh my the, God. The, the voice activated. He was tiny. He was smiling. And I was, I almost cried that night because I really didn't think he was going to get him for me. Grogu was diving in the, the gift and he was staring at him for the longest time. Like, who is this intruder? And what do you want with my mommy? Yep. <laughs> and oh I was gosh. laying with Brian the whole night. I said, what should we name him? He said, something green, right? And I said, we can't name him Sprout. The community was very small at the time. I said, there's another Sprout. We can't name him Peas, that's weird. Peas? <laughs> we can't name him anything. Like, we can't name him Pickle. Like, I just, he's not a pickle to me. Like, yeah. And then I thought, Olive, Olive, Oliver. <laughs> he said, Oliver. And it was, that was it. Oliver was our child. He was Grogu's brother. He talked to us. He was happy. Every time he pressed his hand, it was a different sound. It felt like it was always the sound that matched my mood. Oh, he's happy. I'm, <laughs> I'm mad that I'm waking up in the morning, but he's happy. So I'm happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we took him out. Uh, to places and they were two peas in a pod they loved each other and it was everything that I needed at the time two brothers and I never ever thought that I needed more than that yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how the, you 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 don't realize you need more until you get more and you're like my life was not complete until <laughs> these extras came in. And no, it was not. It was not. We we had moved from our one bedroom roach infested apartment <laughs> to a great two bedroom, two bathroom in the nicer part of San Antonio, Texas. And we just thought we looked around. The apartment was huge and they were not taking up any space at all. And we looked at each other like, uh, do we want more kids? And <laughs> I had noticed that the, the Baby Yoda community had gotten so much larger than when it had first started. And I noticed that someone who was following me had an interactive baby that could do the force, uh -huh. talk to me, but was way tinier. And I thought, hey, Brian, for our uh, five-year anniversary is coming up. And he said, I don't know, Nicole, that that baby doesn't look like Grogu. It doesn't <laughs> look like the actual Grogu. And I said, no, I don't care. I want him. <laughs> <laughs> and we were getting to a point in our, in our account where a double trouble was not what we envisioned mm -hmm. for our videos. <laughs> we, we, we had so much more that we wanted to do, but it involved more. And then Brian said, if you want another baby, so do I. And I said, really? What, what do you want? And he said, I saw this Grogu on the shelf that was remote controlled. He's much larger than the rest of them. And he moves, talks, does all. And I said, okay, I got you. And he got me, right? So for anniversary, I had purchased Brian, who was going to potentially be our teacher, Charlie. I had gone to Target. I saw him there. I knew the, the Grogu Brian was talking about, but we knew he wasn't going to be named Grogu, right? We knew 
he was going to be completely different. And for the longest time, I told Brian, I don't want more babies because I want it to be Grogu from the Mandalorian. Grogu is my Grogu. But then I thought, no, he's not. They're more than that. And they're more to me. And I had purchased Charlie without the intention of him being Charlie. We had purchased him for the intention and I have never told this to anybody else so I'm really happy to share this story with you I had purchased him with the intention of being a stunt double so he was supposed to be Grogu's stunt double the one that could move the one that could run and and move and all this stuff and dance and when we got him that was not the case he had a personality and he seemed strict and he seemed like he was going to whip these boys' butts, right? <laughs> and then Brian had gifted me her, her cellulite. And I got him and I was like, this baby is a handful. Like, I don't know what it is about him, but he seems conceited. He seems happy with who he is. And the other ones are very humble, but for some reason, he is not. <laughs> Oh, and we, we came to a long discussion. It took, took us hours to come up with Oliver. We thought, what on earth is this child's name going to be? I got I got Celery first. And I said, what is his name? And I said, should we name him Celery? And he said, yeah, I like Celery. Uh-huh. I said, okay, we're going to name him Celery. But he didn't like Celery. He liked Celery. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he liked it in baby version only. <laughs> and he didn't like it. Like he wouldn't turn on his his personality would not come on. He would never do the force whenever we called him celery, <laughs> but only when we called him celery. And then he started getting picky and wanted it with a hard ch. I'll never forget it was cellowy from there on. <laughs> so from here on out, he was cellowy, and then we got Charlie and Brian already had a name for him. He said, his name is Charlie. I said, are you sure? Because that's my boss's name. Oh, no. (laughs) He said, I don't know. He said, just think about it. Charlie, Charlie in baby voice. And I said, that's the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. And we agreed to it. And that's how our four babies came to us. Oh, it's perfect. I have never told anyone the process behind our names for them. It is a process. Like you're naming your children. It's like people who have kids, they don't just like randomly throw out a name and that's their name. It's like you have to kind of feel it out and you take months sometimes and it it has to fit that child and I think that's perfect for Charlie and (laughs) Chelloey which I'm glad we now know I'm glad we now know that it's Chelloey not Celloey not Celery it's Chelloey no it's with a hard (laughs) cha yeah I didn't do that at our meetup because I didn't think anyone was ready for it I don't think that they understood why we said Chelloey so we we stuck with Celloey because we don't we don't use an H when we spell his name and he doesn't require an H he said my name is Chelloey but without the H (laughs) so he is he is all that in a bag of chips and we can definitely get into it (laughs) Um, so is there any particular school project that you're you're proud of in how the students responded to it? Oh yeah. I mean school has been going on since 
I would say early 2022 and school was a very big thing for me. I mean, we had thought about it. We had posted so many pictures and posts of school and everyone thought, how do I get into school? And mm-hmm. Brian and I looked at each other like, that's never going to happen. Like <laughs> we're, we're not going to create a school. No one's going to join it. And we so when we finally created it we i had to sit down and come up with assignments and i said i'm not a teacher i don't know what i'm going to do brian had initially come up with by school concept because he had said i think it would be adorable if they were in a classroom i said i think the same thing i love that idea he think he said charlie will be the teacher because he's the bulkiest he's the biggest he's the wisest he's the oldest he has that personality and the rest will follow. And I remember us creating BY school videos before BY school was a thing. Yes. Uh, Grogu failing his assignments <laughs> and uh, Oliver being the overachiever, part one, part two, all of this stuff. And we had never thought we're going to create a school for this until we had a few comments asking us, how can we get involved? When can we get involved? When will we ever be a part of this school? And I told Brian, I'm thinking August, 2022, I want to open this to the public. He said, well, how are you going to do that, Nicole? Like, what is your plan of action for BY school? And I thought, I don't know. I just know that I'm thinking of opening the school. He said, what, what do you want to do? Do you want people to do assignments Do you want them to just say they're in school? I said, no, absolutely not. I don't want them to just say I'm in school without assignments. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, I don't know how you're going to do it. I said, give me some time and I will implement it. And our school assignments before BY school was ever anything were blowing up. I think we had a video surpass over 100,000 views. Uh, of Rogu getting a really bad report card of him getting C's and D's and everyone said, I want to be part of this. And I told him, I am genuinely thinking of making BY school something that people take part in. And and he said, I just don't know what you're going to do. And I said, I'll, I'll think about it. So what I ended up thinking was, I want BY school to be interactive. I want people to do weekly assignments, not daily, because at the time we were speaking about daily. And I said, I would not be able to keep up with that. I am very active on Instagram, but there is no way that I would ever be able to keep up with something daily. And is anyone going to even want to be part of this? (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) Yeah, surprise. Uh, We're 122 in steep, but uh, (laughs) I have said, okay, how am I going to go about this? One assignment a week, two assignments a week, And we had initially agreed to one assignment a week. And I told Brian, I said, so this was his initial idea. And I said, do you want me to come up with lesson plans? He said, sure, go ahead, create lessons plans. But of course, every now and then, clue me in because I have ideas too. And I said, okay, great. So what we ended up doing was I sat down, I took hours out of my day to create a lesson plan. And it turned into a calendar, a weekly calendar. And I said, how am I going to make this easy enough for people to not 
be overwhelmed from their daily life, but exactly happy enough to be involved in their daily life. And I started saying, okay, well, I'm going to have people create arts and crafts. Let's have them draw a planet. Let's have them draw a dinosaur. And to my surprise, when I first advertised BY School, our first ever student was Grogu the Wombrat. I'll never forget. <laughs> he he slid into our DMs. He said, I'm interested in school. And he was our first uh, um, student. And I said, okay, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a chat called BY School. And that chat was going to be exclusive to anybody who wanted to be in school. I had not even created a calendar yet. And I placed Grogu the Womp Rat in our school. And then it came, it just trickled Mm -hmm. from that post. 20 more people joined. And I said, I really have to create a lesson plan. What am I going to (laughs) do? I'm not a teacher. I don't know anything about school. And I started doing massive research. Very uncomplicated things like counting to 10 or this or that. And I know it seems stupid. And I just didn't think anybody would want to do pretty much preschool math, um, arts and crafts for a four-year-old. And then I started advertising it as every week someone's going to do something. And people did it. Like, they all followed along to this. They started using the hashtag BYSchool. And I'll never forget, referring back to your first question that you asked me, was... What is my favorite assignment? We had gotten to a point where we had gotten so large. I think we were at 65 students, which I had never even imagined in my wildest dreams to ever become that big. I assigned partners and people had to say, what what was their favorite video or what was the favorite post that someone did? And they did that. And you just saw the whole community light up with love. I loved that. Uh, oh, Baby Yoda and PW posts only in black and white. I love that whomever else does only hiking posts. And then it started just shaping the community in a way where everybody acknowledged what what per, one person was unique for yeah. versus what the other person was unique for, what their baby stood out. And then at that moment, I realized it wasn't just my babies who had personalities, but 65 other babies had personalities too. So in a very long uh, answer <laughs> to your question, uh, that was my favorite assignment. You know, my babies weren't a part of school that at that time, but I... Of course, we all see the BY School posts, you know, they're, they're everywhere in, in our feeds, but seeing all of the love, honestly, just people telling what they like about this other account, um, it, it was inspiring. I think people need to hear that. Um, we're not in, you know, such dire straits as we were when, when the community started as far as quarantine, but just having a place where people can come together and feel love for each other. It, it's an amazing thing, Nicole. And BY School, I think, really kind of inspires that. Okay, you work obviously full time. Yes. Um, you have a life outside of Instagram. Um, how do you find time? I mean, to do school, to do just random regular posts, how do you find time to do all of this? <laughs> 
You know, I ask myself that question every day. <laughs> How do I have time? And I had just spoken with Brian about this. It's not about how I have time. It's about how I make time. And mm. the thing is, I do work full time. And the job I was at before I got this new job was a reception job, an office job that was very easy to do nothing. I was interacting with the BY community constantly, creating lesson plans on the computer that was easy access to me now. But I knew that me applying for another job was going to mean that I was going to get serious about my own career, which means I had less time. And it has not affected that at all. Like I have found a new job that has tailored the degree that I had so longingly sought after so I'm in a very demanding full-time job but when you love something and I love the BY community I make time and I dedicate every minute I'm not even talking like every hour I'm talking every minute every second that I get the chance to check my phone to be on the BY community to that because I put myself into that. I inserted myself into such a demanding thing uh, as BY school is. And at the time I had implemented this project, I didn't have as much um, non-free time. Like I was very free. Like I worked a front desk job where I was bored eight hours of the day where <laughs> I could just be at my phone and be on Canva and start creating these things now. And that was my biggest fear. And before I had gotten into my accident, I told people like, I'm I want to leave this job. I'm extremely unhappy, but I'm worried I'm not going to have time for you all. And every single person had told me more than anything, they just wanted to see me happy. So I went after that dream. I started applying for jobs that tailored my degree. And I finally got a job. And my biggest fear was not having enough time for BY, the BY community. And if anything, I make sure that every chance that I get, there is time. There is time to create the yearbook. There is time to create uh, the lesson plans and there is definitely time to create my outrageous videos with <laughs> uh, movie line plots to them. There is always time. If I have time to come home and watch The Bachelor, yeah. <laughs> I have time to come home and film some content. So it's just all about managing time management and, and being where you want to be. If you don't want to be part of the BY community, let me tell you, your presence won't be there. I have definitely given every ounce and every uh, second to that. And I don't regret it at all. Thank you guys for listening and stay tuned for next week as we hear part two with Life of Baby Yoda. Bye. Bye.